0: This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. And I'm back to you. We're going to say our piece about what happened in Washington, D.C. Well, It's also in context to what's been happening in the country. It's not just Today's story, but even 50 years ago. Four iconic songs that help capture the moment of history from years ago. There are feelings that have come to mind. Odd uh, Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man Man. with Rick and Dave. Hey, hey, Uh, we're back! (laughs) You know, this is uh, technically our fifth year. We've now entered uh, 2021. It's our first show of the, of the new year. And uh, again, sorry we didn't have a new show for you last week. But there was a whole, uh, I don't know if you guys heard yeah, about a this. A
1: ci- little Civil War thing happening that we uh, were a little preoccupied with. We didn't really feel the notion of being uh, wacky. Yeah, yeah, it, we it didn't have a wacky
0: vibe to it. You know, people getting yeah. shot and, you know, storming a Capitol and all that sort of thing. It, mm-hmm. uh, but, but the good know. news, good news, Rick, is we've got Horn Guy
1: on a Celebrity Interview. We're going to be interviewing the Horn Guy or the Confederate Flag Guy. Which one do you want? I got both of them.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll have to get a uh, hold of them in jail. What about the Camp Auschwitz guy? <laughs> yeah, I know. He got
1: busted, I think, this morning, didn't he? Did he? Uh, yeah, I think he. Could, and yeah, Confederate flag guy got busted maybe yesterday. And then I guess there was the throw the fire the fire extinguisher at the policeman guy.
0: Yeah, he got he got busted. I think either today or yesterday. Or that guy, I mean that guy could face like you know murder charges. One of the things that you know one of the uh, the things that killed the that one police officer was a fire hydrant fire extinguisher yeah i think this,
1: i think it's a different i think the, the guy, who guy. Got
0: busted is a different fire extinguisher guy yeah yeah um, it's hard to keep track but the the guy that really stood out to me was the camp auschwitz guy i mean and and here's yeah. why he's walking around with all these other quote-unquote patriots and no one goes to him hey man that's not cool you know what i mean it says <laughs> yeah. camp auschwitz on his on his shirt and everyone's like yeah that's cool yeah well uh
1: I don't know if have you been seeing the it's like the meme or the, the post that has been going on around the internet that if you're standing somewhere and the Nazi is on your side, you've got some problems. <laughs> right. If you're looking over to the guy over there and he's got a swastika, you probably should, you know, revisit your view. Is that there was
0: anything. another guy uh, wearing a T shirt that said six million was never was not enough. Right, 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 right. Yeah, this is um, not your
1: high this is not your high end crowd. Yeah and we I saw easily three or four Minutia men
0: shirts <laughs> you know listen to the <laughs> you know men, no, the now Misfits that you mentioned they actually uh, some of them were very nice people some of them <laughs> were <laughs> right. there's good people on both sides of the podcast yeah yeah.
1: It, uh, yeah it's it was just and I you know I'm I'm still totally affected by it Yeah, you know, i am glad well, it's to, probably not over i
0: mean w- just to be totally serious about this for a second um you know we're, we're kind of taking a chance by coming in doing a show this week because who knows what's going to happen at the inauguration or whatever else and so let us just say in all seriousness we wish everyone the best and we're praying for nothing oh, yeah. nothing bad to happen no not at all uh but the only good thing that is coming from this <laughs> Uh, Again, Tony, internet, if, if something bad happens, that's where you make the cut right there. That's that's where the edit comes in, because I, I believe Dave is going to introduce stick into this. Into this podcast. Uh, but, you know, the Internet is a wonderful
1: place for humor. And I sent you some audio. I've been scouring the Internet. Well, I, I, we're
0: not going to play much of it because, you know, it could be a tragedy plus time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, you know, here's here's just a little bit. Uh, this is one of the ones you sent me. It's called Animaniacs Storm the Capitol. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Anime, totally insane. They push me on me. Anime,
1: works, the <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's oh. pretty funny. It okay. Is. Uh, well did you there's a rumor going around. you you saw the footage of the woman that said that, right? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. There is a rumor going on uh, that she had an onion in the towel. you know she had a towel yeah, and if you st- if you stop if you stop the picture, yeah. you see like s- something that looks like a little white ball that she 's holding so i don 't know if it 's true or not but i 'll be happy to yeah no, let 's not news. turn into
0: them <laughs> let 's not turn into them you know I mean while I was watching the news there there was a story that one of the people that one of the women that died supposedly was uh, you know sta- uh, Trampled to death And she was carrying A don't tread on me Flag That's not true that, It's you? not true No I I checked it out On Snopes And also there was A story going around That was some guy One of the guys That died Tasered himself In the balls By uh, mistake Yeah Also not yeah. a true story I, I checked out <sighs> Snopes Not true And you know And I had told the boys My my sons these <laughs> stories You know Trying to Trying to lift Everyone's spirits A little bit uh, In the days afterwards and uh last night at dinner i said i got some bad news guys yeah Yeah, that guy didn't actually tase himself in the balls i'm so sorry i i think i may have even shared that rumor on social media actually yeah um well it was everywhere (laughs) it was everywhere uh,
1: now that would be now we've talked
0: about embarrassing ways to die that would be well that's why i brought it up to because every time i see an embarrassing death i say to my boys all right If something like this happens to me, I want you to cover it up. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever you do, get me in that uh, crematorium right away before anyone knows anything that happened. Cover it up.
1: Yeah, electric, yeah, you electrocute yourself by trying to record the podcast somehow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is totally possible. Totally possible. <laughs> right. Well, well, I think we should give at least our attempt at a little humor today.
0: We've got actually a great show, don't we, Rick? I think so. I think so. We've got lots of good stuff coming up. We've got... Uh uh, well, you know, we'll we'll be dipping into the studio walls uh, a little bit later mm-hmm. on. We'll we'll tease our guest who, who is actually on a, a huge one of the one of the most critically acclaimed television series of all time. Uh, we'll, you'll find mm-hmm. out more about that coming up but first dave if you're a fan of the Opie shows yeah check out back to you because they're mm-hmm. they're back and they they discuss the subject with a little more uh <laughs> reverence reverence than we do uh, also <laughs> yeah. and friends is back uh so and yeah. they are also they also discuss it so you know be sure to uh, check out some of the other Opie shows too one of my favorite actors uh and
1: i would love to get him on the show which we probably will never ricky gervais you oh know, yeah ricky gervais right sure uh comedian did, did you ever see the yeah right comedian british comedian who did the was it called the office in britain i think it was yeah right um and he, he i think he created the office Did yeah. he? uh have you ever as an aside have you ever seen this is one of those unlimited tangents the Ricky Gervais and David Bowie scene in
0: The Office. Oh, my. No, it was in. it was oh, no, in it was his in other right. show, uh, Extras. Right, because he's like a, a B list celebrity, oh, right? Oh, my Isn't God. <clears throat> One of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in my life. It's, you know, okay. he, he's in a, a party with David Bowie. Um, and he goes up to hey David Bowie and, and David Bowie's at the at the piano and he goes, Oh my god, you know, you're inspiring a song. And it's like Sad little Fat Man. <laughs> right. Little, right. little fat man. Little fat man.
1: There's <laughs> cries in the inside. Little fat man. Actually that David Bowie's a pretty good impersonation, I'm flopping out right now. Yeah,
0: right? that is actually quite good. But so why is Ricky Gervais in the news?
1: Well, um, He uh, said, I think it was on Conan O'Brien. He he has said that, you know, we were just talking about what happens when you die, um, that when he dies, he wants his body to be fed to the lions at the London Zoo. That is what his his wish is. Right. Um, Sadly. You know, the libs at London Zoo has rejected Ricky Gervais's Aww. wish to. I know. Right. Um, they, and this, I just, this is kind of funny. They said he'd be too gristly for the big cats. I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? Being is, that, is it too much fat? I mean, are they will will they get,
0: you know, will they get upset tummies if There's they eat Ricky Gervais? I don't know. Definitely an insult in there somewhere don't you think uh, but yeah and one w- not nice
1: thing that Ricky Gervais said is that you know I want to give something back you know all we do is eat animals wouldn't it be nice if we had animals eat us which is actually a sentiment that is actually you know yeah. I think pretty it's pretty nice um, so what I did is I also research as I do
0: in- t- intensive I'm dying to hear research. which direction you're
1: going on this uh, um, I did a little research and found other odd, Request, like after death requests. Okay. And and would you like to hear some of them? I would. Uh, Napoleon Bonaparte, you know, short little guy, uh, he requested upon his death that his head be shaved and his hair divided up amongst his friends. This is true. Oh. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. Uh, and actually, that's how they found out that there were high traces of arsenic in his hair, meaning that he was poisoned. A little bit there. Interesting. Uh, Frederick Bauer do you know who Frederick Bauer is I do not well he was the inventor of the Pringles can oh uh, cool. and he died a few and he died a few years ago and he wanted his ashes to be buried in a Pringles can that's a fair request I'd say yeah right um, mark Mark Grunewald was a writer and editor at Marvel Comics and um, after he died they they um, They put his ashes and they mixed his ashes in with the ink and used it to print um, the paperback version of Marvel's Squadron Supreme. And there are 4,000 copies of the book that literally contain the remains of Mr. Grunewald. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, now that is actually cool. Uh, This may be my favorite. Jeremy Bentham. I don't know if you've probably never heard of them. Uh, This is late 1800s. He died actually in the early 1900s. He was very, very wealthy. Um, And he donated his money to the London Hospital, which incidentally is probably not that far from the London Zoo. But the stipulation was is that they would hollow out his body, put wax in it or whatever, and he would have to sit in in all the board meetings for the next 92 years. And it was a gobs and gobs sends i mean huge amounts of money uh and he did his his corpse is waxed out corpse literally sat in board me- board member meetings <laughs> for 92 years <laughs> that's not uh, creepy at all <laughs> uh, but my favorite one is chicago boy del close you know del close oh yes little-
0: <laughs> i actually know this story but go ahead and tell our listeners
1: uh, well, he um, for those of us, or for those of our listeners who don't know, he did he
0: find he was he the founder of Second City or uh, no original... he wasn't the founder but I think he was the operator of Second City for many years.
1: And upon his death, he um, wanted his skull to be donated to the Goodman Theater. Um, so whenever they played Hamlet and they needed the skull of Yorick, that they would use his skull. Uh, for York and the Goodman Theater does have his skull and the only and all all, all that Del Close wanted was that he gets credited in the playbill <laughs> that, you know, Del Close played York, you know, so that uh, that's awesome. Yeah. there you go. So that's a little after death minutia.
0: All right. And, you know, by the way, Ricky Gervais being fed to the lions is not that's not the first one that's ever done that. The Chicago Bears did the same thing in week 12. So Uh, Bitcoin, this is a story I got to tell you about because it is the sort of thing that would happen to you or me. All right. Uh, The the, the man's name is Stefan Thomas. All right. And I say it that way because he is German. Uh, He has just two chances left to get his hands on a $240 million fortune. And this is how it happened. Thomas is a San Francisco-based computer program uh, programmer. A decade ago, he was given seven thousand and two bitcoins as a reward for making a video explaining how cryptocurrency works. At that time, if you remember, uh, they were worth nothing. They're like two bucks, six bucks, something Mm -hmm. like that. And he stashed them away in his digital wallet, and he forgot about them. Mm -hmm. Now. Each Bitcoin is worth thirty four thousand dollars and the contents of his wallet valued at two hundred and forty million. But he has forgotten the password that will unlock his fortune. (laughs) And if anyone has ever forgotten a password and I'm assuming it's literally every single person in the world. Right. I mean, this is this could easily happen to anybody that I've ever met. I never remember it. And they always have that. You know, click here if you forgot your password. I I usually go to that first. (laughs) Yeah, right. Actually, my passwords
1: are click here (laughs) to find password. (laughs) Are my passwords actually? Uh, Well, you you know how they have you know how they have the little hints, right? Yeah. For your password. Well, one of the hints is you know what's the what's your best friend's name? I don't know if you've had it, and you are actually. Well, let me tell you, you've been my answer. But whenever we have a fight, I then go ahead and I change that answer. I don't don't blame you.
0: But so he is. So this guy, Stefan Thomas, has already he gets 10 chances to get his password in there. He's already tried eight times. Uh, And he said he he can't possibly think of what the other what it what it could be. He's only got two more chances. People are calling him up and saying that they will help him, you know, give him, you know, give me a hundred million and I'll help you do it. Uh, And and he said the uh, the the experience has understandably put him off cryptocurrencies. He said, this whole idea of being your own bank, let me put it this way. I should do it in German. This whole idea of being your own bank, let's put it this way. Do you make your own shoes? No. <laughs> yeah. The reason we have banks is we do not want to deal with those things that banks do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know his password is Bitcoin1234. <laughs> you know, it does just, just doesn't remember well yeah because when he did it eight years ago he's like i'm never going to need this so he just you know whatever was on the top he of could mind. lose 200 oh,
0: he could lose 200 million dollars and imagine you know if he's married and he's sitting around the, <laughs> the table <you> know. <laughs> right
1: from the rest of his life whatever his wife. yeah at least i didn't
0: lose the password to two hundred forty billion yeah. dollars stefan Can't you hear the wife like, you know, I thought you Germans were efficient. You know, I I thought you Germans, would, you know, knew you you, you were organized. Yeah. Well, anyway, that is the uh, that is my story. And it's the sort of thing that will haunt you for the rest of your life. It's like the idea of having a lottery ticket and you find out your numbers come in and then you can't find it. Right. Like, right. Oh, where did or I you find it? Did, you, yeah, throw you, on, find it the did you throw out stuff out of this store? I didn't touch your stuff. Somebody touched my lottery <laughs> ticket.
1: <laughs> I know. Whenever I can't find my keys, it's either the dog or the kids that are playing a joke on me. It couldn't possibly <laughs> be. Uh... Well, and I still misplace my car at the grocery store. I... Do you Do, do you oh, still lose your car and in, in, in parking lots like
0: you don't know where you parked it well i don't leave the house anymore so it doesn't happen <laughs> that much anymore but yeah i do it all the time yeah well, you know and the, what it is dave let me explain it to our listeners when yeah, you're a creative yeah. genius this is what i always yeah. say to my my wife and kids When you're a creative genius sometimes uh the day-to-day life uh Uh, Escapes you because you're so inside of your own head coming up with your next genius thing. Right.
1: Exactly. Uh, You know, uh, Einstein wore the same pair of shoes because he could never he could never remember to match the shoes. Right. Kind of like
0: that. Right. I'm not wearing pants right now, not because I I consider it, uh, you know, freeing. It's because I forgot, forgot to put (laughs) pants on. Yeah. Well, that's Please uh, tell me that the record button is on it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I think yes.
1: Time now
0: for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we reach into the Rick and Dave archives. Uh, Dave and I have known each other for 39 years now. Are we at 39 years? Mhm. Was it 80? Yeah, it was like, was it? Yeah, 82, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and we though, have you know. been writing stuff together literally since that first day we met each other. In fact, mm-hmm. that's how we met each other. We met each other writing a commercial uh, at WPGU Radio in Champaign. Was that the Fish Heads commercial? I don't remember. What was the no, no commercial? No, no. No, we later uh, were kicked out of that department. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a, a Batman impersonation. It was about uh, Batman. The... uh. Yeah. The, I don't the remember audio. what it was. But yeah. anyway, yeah. <laughs> the reason we have this whole studio wall segment is because we have so much crap that we've only shared once or twice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not fair. We we want to share it more often. Mm-hmm. And this uh, week, I, I happen to see that it is the 33rd anniversary of my being named the uh, producer of Stephen Garys show. And I have oh. the article where this came out and this was in the um the Stephen Gary newsletter. Now there is no Minutium Men newsletter cuz Stephen Gary yeah. were a little bit bigger than yeah, Menuchiman. They had they had I believe they had something like 10,000 members of their fan club. It was pretty big. Anyway, the newsletter reads this way. Our new producer uh, Rick Kempfer. He's quick, he's capable, he's humble, he's obedient, he's even college educated. He's Rick Kempfer, Stephen Gary's new producer. His major responsibilities, as he interprets them, include hitting on babes that call in to talk to Stephen Gary, <laughs> throwing tapes into the cabinet willy nilly at the end of the show, and keeping <laughs> young Jim, Stephen Gary's cabin boy, in line. Uh, actually, Rick has worked for us for over a year And we recently discovered he could type Thus acing Roman out of the position <laughs> Please welcome uh, To our corporate headquarters Etc, cetera, etc, cetera, et cetera. So, that was in January of 1988 That uh, I started with Stephen Geary's show And the picture of me is with a uh, uh, Mullet, would you mullet? Was no, still the mullet no, here? my college uh, cap and gown because oh. <laughs> one of the bits that they always made fun of me for was being a, a college boy. Remember when life, <laughs> when, like when that was a bad thing? Like, oh, yeah, oh, oh a, hey, Mr. Right. College boy, you know, in those days, that's what it was like. So whenever you would screw something up, they'd be going, oh, look, at that's how much uh, tuition is wasted there. Right. right. I that bet that his parents are it's real it's proud of that. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's our studio wall segment for this week. Now. If you tune into our other show, Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, right now, this is what you'll hear. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, we talk with Pulitzer Prize winner for the 1970 Kent State photograph, John Paul Philo. Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, an OPI show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. Listen now, unga friends Radio unga.com. We have interview with first female cavewoman Bungushka! All that and more Hear it here first unga friends Radio dot Good Bunga not dead Just move better place Radio Bungushka! And we're back all right, Dave. I think you still have some minutia, don't you? Yeah, I got one more. I love stories of people owning the libs. Am
1: I right? <laughs> Absolutely. Don't you love? Don't you love owning the lib stories? Yes. Um, like us, Canada is experiencing you know experiencing the COVID hoax, right? Right, right. Yeah, You yeah. know they're they're all up in arms, and especially in Quebec. So they've established you know soul crushing Marxist restrictions <laughs> to keep their people down, including an eight o'clock p.m. curfew. For non-essential personnel, right? Right. Well, a couple of freedom fighters decided that they've had enough, and they uh, wanted they wanted to
0: go and stick it to the man again. Um, can I Justine- just can I just jump in here and say if anything bad <laughs> has happened this week uh, after we record this, Tony, please cut this part out. All right, go ahead. Justine Merrier,
1: I don't. Not that you would know that name. Put a dog leash around her husband's neck and took him on a walk at 9:30 p.m on tuesday evening um when she was issued a fine uh she brilliantly argued that since dog walkers are essential personnel why aren't husband walkers loophole uh, yeah right exactly if i didn't know how to reconnect the mic if i dropped i would drop the mic <laughs> right now because that is a a brilliant statement from a
0: brilliant woman wouldn't, wouldn't you say I'd say the worst part is that she didn't bring a plastic baggie and she wasn't <laughs> suspecting anything as he hovered over the same spot, going back and forth, back and forth, sniffing the ground until he yeah, found the right. exactly correct place to deliver a deposit. And then she had not yeah, have a baggie. Isn't it, isn't it weird? And
1: I marvel this with Wes whenever I take the dog out why that spot exactly you know what what what, what is your thought process what are you weighing what are the pro the benefits and cons that you're weighing that 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 needs to be the place i think i've Um, had this
0: conversation with ivy my dog about a hundred times like you know that place right here look at that that's a perfect (laughs) spot right there (sighs) yeah yeah. there you go but long live quebec all right. So, you know, it's time for another segment, and and this is how it sounds. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So, this is the part of the show where uh, Dave reaches his hand into the uh, Costco jar, pulls out the name of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story of having met that celebrity. But, uh uh since we are doing it from remote locations i think it's safe to say uh we mm-hmm. have decided to forego the pulling the name out and uh, i just uh, choose one and this week i'm choosing uh, walter payton because the Bears' season ended unceremoniously <laughs> as it does every year around this time yeah. uh, and uh i wanted to tell the story of how having met uh, walter payton and this goes back and i think i might have told this story on the year before but now i found the audio of it
1: oh oh it, uh, i think i know what yeah i think you're talking, it's is it singing yes were you singing is this the one okay okay yes
0: good. so here the story was we were doing a live broadcast from carson peary scott which no longer exists but we were there for uh some bears throwback uh jersey uh promotion and it was a live broadcast john landecker was there and three Uh, all-time football greats three hall of famers were on the dais with us and they were ray nitschke from the green bay packers dick butkus Uh from the bears and walter payton from the bears and they were selling their jerseys Uh, unfortunately these uh, gentlemen uh, all looked at the contract and decided that it did not include having to participate in the radio show they were just uh-huh. there to sign shirts and they wouldn't go on the air with John. So he'd put the microphone up to them and they'd go, like, eh, eh. And they wouldn't say anything. They wouldn't answer any of his questions. Then during the commercial breaks, they'd say, hey, we don't have to do this. We're just here to sign this. And, and we're, John and I looked at each other like, okay, we got four hours here <laughs> with Butkus and Nitschke and Walter Payton just sitting there. What are we going to do? Well, we were playing a, a Sam Cooke song and uh, Landecker heard uh, Walter Payton singing along mm-hmm. and he he stopped the show and he he made Walter do it live on the air. And because he was singing, Walter was thrilled to do it. And so here is the audio of that. Here we go.
1: Walter Payton, everybody wants to sing. Yeah. that that's awesome that yeah. is awesome it was such a cool I'm, moment um did i ever tell you that time i met walter payton we were at a bulls game um and he was with his son jared i he does he only have one yeah. he has one son right so it yeah. must be jared and, the, and he must have been i don't know eight or something right uh and i went down and and whenever there was a stoppage of play at a bulls game you could line up like where you're not uh, blocking anybody's view, and when there's a stoppage in play, the ushers would let you go to Walter Payton. Or when there was a stoppage in play, you can go to Walter Payton and get his autograph. So I was waiting, and then uh, I got his autograph, and I asked uh, Jared for his autograph. And Walter looks at me, and goes, "Yeah, don't talk to him."
0: <laughs> <I'm> like, okay, <laughs> I was just making, I was just doing a little shtick. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. He was, got, you know, okay. he was actually uh, a great guy, uh, Walter Payton. Yeah. He he pinched my butt. Uh, he, that was kind of his move, uh, right, you know, just right. to be wacky. He did that uh, Landecker too. You know, he was playful. He he just wouldn't wouldn't go it <laughs> wouldn't go along with it. It was just the weirdest thing. Uh, anyway, uh, and 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 when he pinched,
1: I mean, the man was a beast. I'm yeah. sure it wasn't a a Rick or Dave pinch. It no, was a it was real, a professional
0: football player pinch. Uh, it was a, it was a bruise pinch oh, there. Yeah, it was a uh, Hall of uh, Fame football player pinch. So anyway. Uh, well, we have a great guest,
1: Rick. You want me to talk about her? Tell, tell the name. Yeah. Tell, tell the uh, name
0: to everybody. Carmen Serrano is going to be right. our guest this coming week on the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Uh, if you don't she's, know who Carmen Serrano is, Dave, explain.
1: Yeah, she's probably well, she's probably best known as being the principal on Breaking Bad. Uh, But we learned that she has quite the history uh, with some other huge uh, productions and some pretty huge stars. There's there's a little bit of Rick. What would you say that's going to come out of this? A uh, pretty little controversy, don't you think? I I think so. she's showing a little uh,
0: throwing a little shade, I think, is the best way to say it. Right. Well, hey, I mean, don't don't uh, don't say it. Say it. Don't say it. Play it. Uh, here's, here's a little clip of what you might uh, expect. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. You were in a movie with Steven Seagal called Urban Justice. Now, he seems a little out there. A little odd. Is that what he's like in person? <laughs> you know, I teach my kids, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything all. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Oh, boy, he, oh, boy. He's, he's an odd duck, isn't he? <laughs> Between us, yes. right? Yes, no, no one will yeah, hear this. Right.
1: I was kind of warned. You know, you know, we've heard about him being a part of this whole the outing, right, with the Nietzsche movement and everything. Right,
0: right. And um, so I was warned prior to being on set. You know, this is my first leading role in a film. So I was thrilled. I was so excited.
1: So I didn't hear anything about... The Stephen, except for do not if he tries to get you to his
0: hotel room say no do not go holy crap welcome to
1: the biz honey yeah
0: <laughs> if you'd like to hear the entire interview go to minutia men celebrity interview uh, and and you can hear it there uh, tell a friend to listen to us we're on Spotify You can go to opishows.com wherever you find podcasts just search for radio misfits and you'll find us because we are everywhere special thanks to executive producer Tony lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards oppiH shows.com we're distributed by Ed Silla with radio Misfits great talk radio isn't dead they just moved to a better place radiomisfits.com and we'll be back again next week God willing yeah fingers crossed <laughs> with another episode of. Man. This OPi podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and/or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID nineteen.
1: I got mace. You got mace. Yeah. By, by police.
0: <laughs> and what happened? You were trying to go inside the yeah, Capitol.
1: I- a foot inside, and they push me out, and they maced me.
0: What's your What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution.
1: The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you.
0: This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, we talk about the FA Cup. We'll talk about some of the great teams that were in it, like Marine, Chorley, the Aston Villa Academy, and Crawley Town. Absolutely yeah. love this competition. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, Opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we talk about the best modern GT cars, plus some really cool Hoyer rally dash timers hit the block. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Constable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lozano podcast, and OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.